Good morning, and welcome to Current Radio. It's Wednesday, December 27th. We're looking at the anticipated release of Apple Vision Pro and the shocking data revealing hackers stole $2 billion in crypto in 2023. Plus, we're discussing the challenges facing EV fast charging networks in 2024 and the upholding of the Apple Watch US ban. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. Apple's first spatial computing device, the Vision Pro, is set to be one of the most anticipated consumer electronics releases of the new year. Celeste, can you give us some insight into this? Certainly, James. The Vision Pro, priced at $3,490, was unveiled at WWDC in June with an early 2024 release timeframe. However, Apple has not provided a more specific release date since then. Ming-Chi Kuo, a well-known Apple analyst, recently suggested a late January-early February release date for the system. According to Kuo, the first wave of Vision Pros are being shipped to Apple in about a month, with total shipments expected to be around 500,000 for the full year. That's interesting, considering the reports that suggested Apple had scaled back expectations from around 1 million to fewer than 400,000. Even the updated 500,000 figure seems small for a company of Apple's size and influence, doesn't it? Indeed, James. To put it into perspective, Apple is expected to ship more than 200 million iPhones this calendar year. However, the Vision Pro is a significant departure from Apple's usual product line. It's not only a new category and form factor for the company, but it's also priced quite high, even for customers who are used to paying a premium for Apple products. And there's also the fact that VR has struggled to live up to expectations for decades. This seems like a big gamble for Apple, doesn't it? Absolutely, James. The Vision Pro is widely regarded as the biggest risk of Tim Cook's 12-year tenure as CEO. Kuo refers to the Vision Pro as Apple's most important product of 2024. Given the years of speculation and the resources that Apple has undoubtedly invested in the headset, it's hard to argue with that statement. It certainly will be interesting to see how the Vision Pro performs in the market and whether it can live up to the hype. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. Now, in the world of crypto, hackers managed to steal around $2 billion across numerous cyber attacks and thefts this year, according to the Web3 security firm D.FI. This is a downward trend from previous years. Celeste, can you give us some more insight into this? Sure, James. The $2 billion figure is spread across various incidents highlighting the ongoing vulnerabilities within the DeFi ecosystem. The largest incident in history occurred with the breach of the Ronin network in 2022, where more than $600 million in crypto was stolen. This year, the Mixin network suffered a significant hack, with the hackers making off with around $200 million. Those are staggering figures. What were some of the other major crypto thefts of the year? Other significant thefts include the hack against Euler Finance, with almost $200 million stolen, and major hacks against multi-chain, BankDAO, Poloniex, and Atomic Wallet, among hundreds of others. Each of these hacks resulted in losses ranging from $100 million to $126 million. It's interesting to note that despite these large figures, the trend is actually downwards. How does this year's theft compare to previous years? In 2021, hackers stole $3.3 billion, according to Chainalysis, and last year they stole a record $3.8 billion. Of that, $1.7 billion was stolen by North Korean government hackers known as Lazarus Group to fund the regime's sanctioned nuclear weapons program. So, while the numbers are still high, there's a noticeable decrease in the total amount stolen. 
That's a slight relief, but it's clear that the crypto and Web3 projects still have a lot of work to do in terms of security. What can we expect moving forward? Given the poor security implemented by many crypto and Web3 projects and the large amount of monetary value they hold, it's likely that hackers will continue to target the growing industry. It's impossible to predict what will happen in 2024, but it's clear that security needs to be a top priority for these projects. Absolutely. The stakes are high and the potential losses are significant. It's crucial that these projects take the necessary steps to protect themselves and their users. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. Now, in a significant shift in the EV landscape, several electric vehicle charging companies are set to face a major challenge in 2024. Tesla's supercharger network, which has long been lauded for its reliability and speed, will soon be accessible to other automakers. Celeste, can you tell us more about this development? Absolutely, James. Until recently, the EV world was divided into two camps from a charging perspective, Tesla and everyone else. Tesla owners had access to a reliable, widespread charging network, while non-Tesla EV owners had to juggle accounts from various companies. However, this changed when Ford signed an agreement with Tesla in May, allowing its EVs to access 12,000 superchargers. Starting in 2024, existing owners will be able to charge at these stations using an adapter, and by 2025, Ford plans to replace the combined charging system plug with Tesla's plug, also known as the North American Charging Standard, or NACS. So, this agreement essentially opens up Tesla's supercharger network to other automakers. How has the industry responded to this? The response has been significant, James. Following Ford's lead, several automakers, including GM, Rivian, Volvo, Mercedes, and Nissan, have also adopted the Tesla plug. Interestingly, one of the last to adopt the plug was Volkswagen, which owns a majority stake in Electrify America, a company that was supposed to be the CCS equivalent of the supercharger network. That's quite a shift. Can you tell us more about Electrify America and its role in this landscape? Certainly, James. Electrify America was founded as part of the Volkswagen diesel settlement. It was the first non-Tesla network to prioritize nationwide DC fast charging at speeds that could support modern EVs. EV owners had high hopes for Electrify America, and when its chargers work, they are indeed fast, even faster than the majority of Tesla's superchargers. However, the company has struggled to match Tesla's reliability, which has likely contributed to the industry's shift towards the supercharger network. It's clear that Tesla's supercharger network has set a high bar in the industry. It will be interesting to see how this shift impacts the EV charging landscape in the coming years. Thank you for your insights, Celeste. In recent news, the Biden administration has decided not to veto a U.S. ban on Apple Watch imports following an earlier ruling by the International Trade Commission, or ITC. Celeste, can you share more about this? Absolutely, James. The ITC ruling, which goes into effect today, has led Apple to halt sales of the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2. These sales were paused in anticipation of the ban, with online sales stopping on December 21st and in-store sales three days later. The decision not to reverse the ITC's determination was confirmed by the Office of the United States Trade Representative. What led to this ban in the first place? The ban is a result of patent infringement claims made by health tech company Massimo. They accused Apple of infringing on their patents with a light-based pulse oximetry sensor introduced on the Watch Series 6 in 2020. Massimo also accused Apple of poaching employees to bring this technology to its smartwatch line. Apple, however, has staunchly refuted these claims and has appealed the decision with the Federal Circuit Court. What has been Apple's response to this? Apple has expressed strong disagreement with the USITC decision and the resulting exclusion order. 
In a statement, they highlighted the meaningful impact of their products and services on users' lives and their commitment to developing scientifically validated health, fitness, and wellness features for the Apple Watch. They have promised to take all measures to return the Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 to U.S. customers as soon as possible. While the ban is in place, are there any other Apple Watch models still available for purchase in the U.S.? Yes, James. The Watch SE remains on sale in the U.S. This more budget-minded option does not utilize the same sensor technology that led to the patent infringement claims. Meanwhile, the Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 are still available for purchase outside the U.S. This certainly is a significant development in the tech industry, and it will be interesting to see how this plays out in the coming months. But for now, that wraps up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio. We'll see you back here tomorrow.